Welcome to the One Fat Dev Podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Katie, and we are the ultimate mother-daughter duo. It's funny how a single flea market find can be the inspiration for a lifestyle. And a business. We want to take you on our journey while building the OFD brand and servicing clients. For our listeners, we want to create an outlet for anyone to feel confident with the life they live by style and by grace. So get ready, y'all, as we enjoy this sweet little thing. podcast. Now today it is just going to be me as Mama Heather and I have both been riding the hot freaking mess express. Oh, So I am going to be the one doing the podcast and I'm going to give you guys the updates of our personal life and I'm also going to go into the podcast episode and I really think that you guys are going to enjoy it. So here we go. Today the Mama Heather updates has been a little nutty as our family has been going through some health issues. Our granddad actually went through the process of having this sore on his big toe. And y'all, like, if you find that it is just something just isn't right, like 99% of the time, like your gut is telling you exactly what you need to hear. Go to the doctor. Turned out that our granddad has a, excuse me, diabetes. (laughs) I don't know why it was taking so long for me to figure out that term, but he has diabetes and whenever you know that you have diabetes, any foot sores are a big issue and he waited too long and so, Regardless, he had to have his right big toe amputated, and we also have a grandmother at home who is sick, and so in regards to that, mom ended up having to go home and take care of them, and yeah, it's just been a little nutty. Um, Personal updates for me. So I have been having a few events going on where I haven't had to work it, and it's actually been kind of fun. So I had a cousin's graduation party, which was sick. They had a DJ and even had a margarita machine. It was super fun. Um, But something that was not so fun was getting freaking food poisoning. And the worst part about it was it has been two days before the event. So I am recording on Sunday, and thankfully I got rid of the food poisoning yesterday. So it's just been nutty. It's been... Like, food poisoning is the worst experience ever. Seriously, don't recommend it, (laughs) clearly. And, yeah, we're going to be moving on. I feel like I've been like a hot mess these past couple days, and now we're going to pick back up and get started. So, here we go. The podcast episode today, I've gotten a lot of questions in regards to how I started the business. Um, A lot of people have seen that quote-unquote making it look easy when it is legit the hardest thing I've ever done and so I kind of want to break it down a little bit and I do want to take this moment to really talk about OFD events and talk about the who's what's wins where's and how's and so I really hope that you guys get a lot of um information from this and even for brides too I'm going to talk about a lot more in depth of 
how you should be hiring your vendors and how you should be hiring your planners. I know that our market for the wedding industry is so saturated because guess what y'all? It is a passion business. People that go into this industry, they love what they do and they want to continue to thrive in it. And so that's what I want us to go more into depth with. So here we go. For OFD, what is the who? So the who is me, <laughs> Katie K. Wara. Now, Heather is my business partner. She is my confidant. She tells me, like, gives me the idea, some ideas that I need. She gives me a plan, and it's nice to be able to have those. Now, what do I do? I do the marketing. I do the business side of things. I do the paperwork. I do the sales calls. I do a little bit of freaking everything. Now, it is nice to be able to have a team. So when you have a team, like make sure that they understand your model of business. So that is where Heather comes in. She's been there since the beginning and we have been working together fabulously. Now, I have started to see that there needs to be a little bit more added to the team. So I do have one person in particular, her name is Hope. She is a beautiful intern. Um, she's helped me with a style shoot that I really can't talk much into detail, but y'all, it is stunning. Um, can't wait to give you more information about it as we go. But she's also helped me with a client uh, for a June wedding who hired me a week before the wedding. And with her help, y'all, we made this event be one of the most magical weddings like ever. It was absolutely stunning. And I'm planning on doing a blog post about it because it was very vintage glam. And legit, y'all, everyone looked like a million bucks, like guest-wise, as they were strolling in with like their Kentucky Derby dresses and cute like hair pieces. Absolutely amazing. So I really want to go more into detail about that and to blog posts. But um, it is nice to be able to have to outsource in different ways. And I do want to talk about outsourcing more in a little bit. Now that's the who, what is the what? The what is for me is One Fat Dove is an event planning company that is seeking to help customers with complex events to be simplified. Now with this, a lot of people are like, well, event planning, like how, how do you do that? How do you make things more simpler for clients? So what do I do is I do the event design, I do the room layouts, I do the setups, we do the teardowns, we help with the run of show, meaning that during the ceremony, if, you're at, if we're doing a wedding, that your bridal party is going out on cue at the certain times, at the certain songs, at the right times, and we're also making sure that we are, everything's running on schedule. Um, we do make a timeline, we go over contracts, and we even negotiate the contracts if needed. And we also go more into depth with the vendors. Now, I will say for people that want to get into this industry, connections is key. Connections is key, and you do need to make friends with your vendors. I call them frienders for a reason. 
they will help you in situations of being able to book more clients. They will help you in regards to certain situations of needing advice. If you um, just need to like have a talk, if you want to go more into depth with um, getting to know more vendors, they are your connections to get involved with. So have your frienders and be a part of that team. It is a, again, it is a very saturated market, but I will say the connections are key. This is how I get my clients. Now, this is the number one question that I get, and let me give you the 411 on this. For me to be able to get clients, it is the beauty of called marketing, baby. The social media aspect of it nowadays is you can make money from posting on social media with the platforms of Facebook, Instagram, WeddingWire. Know your platforms to each of those businesses. Gig Masters. It doesn't matter. You can make money off of it. Know that the consistency is always going to be there. Now, even with the Facebook platforms and the different ways, you always need to know that you have to generate new leads. So coming soon, we do have a not profile that will be up and running. And I'm very curious to see how this is going to go because the not actually bought out wedding wire and we do have a wedding wire account. So it is going to be interesting to see how it balances each other out or if it's if one takes a hold of another. So really interested to see how that goes. But you do need to know that you have to work with your location of where your business is at. Now, I know probably for Texas, it's going to be different than how it may be from my home state in Kentucky or Indiana. So just know that you do need to like form in the way that you're where you're located. Now, let me say, even with the marketing, um, Facebook has been one of, like, was my first way of generating leads. And let me tell you, even on Facebook, there is smaller groups that have formed to be able to help with helping brides find their vendors or helping brides be able to look like either locate or give advice or ask questions. And I love these small groups, but there is a problem. Leads become overly saturated. Now, what I mean by saturated as, as these groups, they will allow for you to be able to, for the bride to be able to ask for leads and then vendors will be able to comment on it. Here's where it gets saturated. When the vendors comment on it, there will be 50, 50 comments within less than an hour. And then your comment gets flushed out because of all the other comments that have been done. So a lot of the times, if you're the first three to 10 that respond quickly, Nine times out of 10, those brides are going to look at those vendors versus the other ones that have been posting. Here's the tricky part. People still will post on there 
even if the lead shows that it, for a different date when they are already booked. And that is a problem. And reason why vendors do that is because they still want to have people see their name for future clients. And that does become an issue and that does become a problem. So I will go ahead and mark it for Fairy Tale Weddings of North Texas. This is a group, Facebook group that myself and other vendors that have become admins on, that we have become really passionate for brides to be able to pick the right vendors, to help with their questions, to not get oversaturated with all these leads and make them feel confident and beautiful and to know that their wedding is going to be taken care of. So if you want to follow the Fairytale Weddings of North Texas, please go like it and follow the group. It is amazing, y'all. And I really do have a passion for these vendors and not just myself, uh, not just other planners, but there's also photographers and videographers and florists. And it's an absolutely amazing group, y'all. So I would highly encourage it. So there's the Facebook group. Another marketing tool is this freaking podcast. This podcast, y'all, is a marketing tool. Everything helps for business or businesses. Just like the Christy Goodman episode, we talked about business for her and we talked about how personal life got in the way with some business. This is what this podcast is for. We want people to be able to talk about their, their passions while pursuing their life. It is a tool that I am very passionate about because business and personal life do inter, interact with each other and we have to find a way to be able to keep moving forward. So there we go, moving on. Now, a lot of people, I love when people tell me this, is that they think that it is so, e that the marketing aspect of everything looks so easy. Baby girl, let me tell you, it is not. I can't tell you how many hours I put in just in for marketing the Facebook posts, the Instagram posts, the stories, this podcast. It's not all done within a 10 minute time frame. Let me tell you, it takes hours of work and I am not the only one that does this. All vendors do this to be able to help to promote their businesses. It's called business for a reason. Now, I might be talking tough love here but I think that it's important to show that I can give you the positives of freaking everything, but also I'm gonna give you the hardcore stuff as well. So here we go. Moving on. Now, let's talk about what, uh, what services that planners offer. Nine times out of 10, they're gonna offer between two to three pro products or services for their business. <clears throat> so this is what I offer. I offer month of planning, I offer partial planning, and full service planning. But I just recently started offering linens. I do service linens, y'all. So if you need table linens or even napkin linens, cover chairs, sashes, you name it, I got it. Um, but those are things that I do offer. Now, some planners offer that, some planners don't. Some planners even are starting to offer 
flowers for people's events. And that is so legit, y'all. Everyone does things differently, they and that's okay. It's what their passion is, and they are pursuing it. Now, let me tell you, there is a big difference on the wording of month of coordination and day of coordination. And baby girl, let me tell you, there is no such thing as day of coordination. I have learned this lesson the hard way and it does not make a lick of freaking sense. Nada, zero, and zip. No matter what package planners are offering, you are busting your tail off for these clients to make sure that their event happens in the most magical way that it possibly can. Some days you are jumping hurdles to make things easier. Um, you are even walking at a fast pace <laughs> to be able to get a washcloth for the guest that feels like is about to have a heat stroke. Just, just as a side note, that really did happen for me. But those are things that you constantly are doing. And if they are not doing that, and if your plans aren't doing that, then something is seriously wrong. Now, I will never judge people for saying that because I did that. I did offer, and I used to word day of coordination. And it brought on a different side of a clientele and that that works great. I learned to hustle. I learned the business quickly and I won't regret it. But at the same time though, y'all, there is now starting to become a phase where their brides or clients are saying, quote unquote, budget friendly. <laughs> I can't tell you how many vendors actually are laughing out loud whenever they see this. Because what does that mean? <clears throat> Sweetheart, when people are offering their services to you, it is because they have a price based off of the amount of experience that they have and based off of how good they are at it. Now, vendors such as myself will work on a fair price that is for you. Now, they will, I will say that I feel like I already offer a fair price as it is, but if you are considering having my services, then let's talk about it. But let me tell you, <laughs> Mama Heather has always taught me that mama don't work for free. You don't wanna work for free, so why would you have your vendors work for free? Now I know, I know, honey, that there is always a good deal, and sweetheart, I am always on the hunt for looking for a good pair of pumps that is ready for me to strut my stuff in, but these are not products. These are services that people are giving to you to make your day special. Now, 
I will openly admit again, as I said, I offered some amazing prices where I was offering 60% off and 50% off prices where I needed to get my business started. I needed to hustle. I needed to make the mistakes and I needed to learn the lessons. What was the major key and focus was my clients. And when my clients told me that I needed to start raising my prices, I knew it was time. So when the client started seeing that and it started reflecting in my reviews, which we will go over more into detail, and when the vendor started telling me, that's when I started bumping up my prices. And now vendors will fight to be able to keep those prices. Now, I know a lot of you hire your vendors for pricing, and let me tell you, that can get you in trouble. What I mean by that, <clears throat> and it's not just for planners or photographers or florists, it's for everything. So let me go into detail for that. A lot of the times, brides or clients or people that are just interested into the business, they are so excited about it and they are so passionate about it that they truly just want to start their business and run with it. And they haven't had any experience within the events industry. And let me tell you, that can be a problem because they don't know that they need a contract, which is a huge issue. They, every, every vendor should have a contract no, no matter what kind of vendor you are. Um, they don't know that there needs to be a timeline. They don't know that there needs to um, be communication involved with the other vendors. People like to have media tags, they so on and so forth. And they do a lot of things from Pinterest and they do a lot of things based off of what their personal experience was. And that's a huge issue because that doesn't reflect to other customers. That doesn't reflect to other clients. So they offer prices that becomes, becomes totally um, underrated than what they should be. So what I, and I will openly admit, I used to offer $500 services for month of coordination. And not knowing that you are, pro that you are doing at least at least y'all 20 hours worth of work prior to the wedding or the event. And then you're going ahead and adding in an additional 15 to 18 hours during the event. That is almost 40 hours worth of work y'all that is being offered at $500, 500 freaking dollars for 40 hours. How many of y'all would want to be paid that. And knowing if they are doing their job, that is not something that is worth anybody's time. Ask yourself that. That does not make sense. So do not, please do not ask your vendors to be able to offer that kind of pricing. It doesn't make sense and it doesn't help feed put food on the table for their families. 
<sighs> I feel like I've gone on a huge rant and that is something that is just super passionate for me um, because I know that people are trying to have their business become successful by having lower prices. But whenever you start offering those prices, it doesn't make sense for the future. Just stop doing it. <clears throat> stop asking them. So, moving on. Oh, okay. How can, what is the key steps to hiring a vendor? How can you hire the best vendors, knowing that you're going to get the right pricing, knowing that you're not going to be um, overpaying them, that you're going to get good service, that you're going to have the best of the best of what you want, darling. Let me tell you, it's not hard at all. I look at it as three main points. Love them for their personality. Sister friend, you're going to have to talk to them a lot. Now, they need to know you as like backwards and forwards, y'all. And as a planner, I like to know who they are. I like to know their families. I like to know um, like what things that they like, what things that they don't like. I like to know how they like their decor. Like I look at their Pinterest boards. I have, I have them on social media. I know all things about them to know that if something happens, which nine times out of 10, y'all, something does happen. Doesn't matter how much you plan for it. There's usually a thing that a small thing that you will have to go to plan B for. Things happen, life happens, look at me with food poisoning and all this, and I'm still having to do this podcast right before I'm having to go to a wedding, y'all. Things happen. It's okay. But you need to know who your clients are and you need to know their personalities to be, to be able to help them better. Here's the second tip. Look at the experience. I will be super honest, y'all. I have the best clients in the whole freaking world. But let me tell you what they look at the most is having a vendor who is honest to a fault. I've gone on so many sales calls, y'all, where I've said that I am honest to a fault. I will be super honest. Um, where they've asked me to have my services lowered at a different price. And I'm like, I'm sorry, y'all. Sister don't work for free. Um, that's just me being totally honest. And they respect that so much more because I'm not wasting their time. And when it comes to my clients, I do the same for them. And I will work my butt off for them. And I will defend for them to make their event be the best thing that they can. And they respect that so much more. So here's an example. <clears throat> um, as I'm being honest, I tell my clients to be honest. Um, even when it comes to when I first started, I had told my first clients, <laughs> look, I just started my business. I don't have any weddings under my belt at this time. But let me tell you, I do have experience from working other weddings and helping other people do their weddings. And I also have a lot of major experience doing corporate events. And you know what? This got them intrigued because they were like, oh, well, at least she's being honest about it. Tell me more. So then that's whenever the selling aspect 
for people that want to have this business or want to get into this business, you have to learn how to sell yourself. So this is how I do it. I talked about, or this is how I did it. I talked about how when I was in corporate events where I would do events uh, for major Fortune 500 companies, um, doing some televised events uh, with Animal Planet Hallmark. I started talking to them about how I would do trade shows with them and do their national sales meetings. I would get to travel, going to Hawaii, making jokes about it, saying, oh, I just had to go to Hawaii. And making sure that I was showing that I was having a good time with it, but I also knew that it was hard work. And they were more intrigued about it, and they were like, you know what, we're going to give this girl a chance. It was from honesty, y'all. Honesty, and they were okay with that. So then that's whenever I, whenever I started showing that I was being honest, that's whenever they were like, okay, let's roll with it. And I started generating the experience that I needed to grow One Fat Dove in the way that it has today within a year's time. So even though we still have a lot more experience to go, y'all, like I'm truly grateful. Um, but no, as vendors, this is still like having your own business and having more experience is a learning process. And it, you are constantly learning something new as you go. There you go. Um, when you're looking at their experience, also look at their work. Look at their work, brides. Look at the pictures that they're posting on social media. Does it look beautiful? Um, make sure that they know the placements of everything. Make sure they know how to take the pictures. Make sure that you know the difference between a styled shoot <laughs> and an event. Baby girl, I cannot tell you how much of a difference it is for you to know the difference between a styled shoot and a wedding. Styled shoots. <laughs> It does showcase their work. It does showcase a type of experience. It does not reflect an experience of an event. I love styled shoots, y'all. I promote styled shoots. I think it has a creative way of bringing an outlet for, for vendors when they are not busy. It is important for vendors to show that we are constantly busy doing something. And styled shoots are a good way to be able to showcase our work. This does not mean that this is an event. I cannot tell you how many times <laughs> I see this and think, and everyone thinks that this is an experience for an event. It is not. Is it showcased beautifully? Um, to showcase like their creativity and that they have started making connections with vendors. Absolutely, my dear. This does not mean this is an event. It's a way of being able to promote yourself. It's a good way of showing it. It's being, it's being able to be able to post it on your website. It's being able to post it on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Wedding Wire, not gig masters. It doesn't matter. It's a promotional tool. This is not experience. Ask them if you think that these 
photos, if there's usually only one bride or if there is like several different female models, nine times out of 10, y'all, it is going to be a styled shoot. Please <laughs> ask them, ask them these questions. I don't mind when people ask me these questions. It is a good way for me to say, hey, you know what? I've generated a lot of connections through doing these style shoots. And you know what? It's also a great marketing tool. It's a great investment for me. Showcase that. Talk to them about it. Learn more about it so that way they can be like, hey, you know what? I liked how you did this shoot. How did you get the how did you get the table set up for this? And they can go more into detail for it. Ask them those questions. Uh, ask them what it like if there's if there's a lot of pictures on their Facebook or social media, ask them what is the real, like the real uh, events and then talk about it. Hey, I loved this. I loved this wedding that you did. Can you go more into detail about it? Where was it? What vendors did they use? Um, what, where did they get their flower walls? So on and so forth. It's those things that make a big difference. <clears throat> Here we go, baby. I love Love telling y'all this. The third and final way of hiring a vendor, look at their reviews. Look at their freaking reviews. I can't tell you how awesome it is for you to look at these reviews. Clients will post and review you if they love you or they hate you. <laughs> there is literally no in-between when it comes to this. I have started seeing on post that brides will oh, will give a flat out good review whenever it is not accurate. And they know it that it's not accurate. And let me tell you, you do not have to post vendor reviews if you love them. If you do not love them, excuse me. If you do not love them, don't post about it. I will flat out tell you, be honest in your review or don't post at all. And let me tell you this. I had a, I had a client, excuse me, we did her 50th birthday. The sweetest, sweetest lady y'all. And I had thoroughly enjoyed it. But you know what? She, get, she did do a review with me and um, a lot of the times the reviews are like five star reviews, whichever, uh, or five, five out of five stars, however you want to do it. And the client, she gave me like a 4.6, like it was, it was still a good review, but let me tell you, she was super honest and I applaud her for that because what she said is that I did a good service, that my... Every bit of what she paid for is showcased that in her event, that all of her guests loved the event, um, that my spirit was positive, that anything that she had stress or worried about, she, it was all taken care of. But the one thing that she thought was a little disappointing, and I don't know if disappointing is necessarily the right word, she just thought that my services were hi and I appreciate her saying that because it does make a difference people do need to be able to see that 
And you know what? I encourage people to do that. Now, does that mean that you have to go bashing and hating on vendors? No. Brides, let me tell you. Take care of any issues that you've had with the vendor first. If they do not take care of you after the service has been rendered, then guess what, sweetheart? Go ahead and post. Be honest. Again, honesty is key. Cannot tell you that enough. Now, I know today has been a little busy and chaotic. I felt like I was talking about people that were wanting to do business side of things, doing hiring your vendors, being able to talk about your vendors, being able to have communications. Felt like I was going on a little bit of a detail for it. However, a lot of people are probably gonna think that I am selling my services when yes, I want to obviously have as many clients as I can, but at the same time though, y'all, again, this platform of this podcast is to pursue your passions. It is to be able to have ways of being able to showcase your personality whenever you're doing business and personal life. And those do intertwine sometimes and that is okay. And I think that it's healthy for everyone to talk about. So I hope you really did enjoy this episode. Um, I hope this helps for anyone who is wanting to become into a excuse me, who is wanting to become a planner or wanting to become into this events industry. And I hope that this gives you a little bit more insight of having more insight of being able to hire your vendors and being able to pick the right ones with a little touch of saving grace. Now, if you guys like this episode, please give us a five-star rating. Please go like and subscribe and comment and rate and tell us what we can do differently um, I know that it was a little bit different not having Mama Heather here, but we are looking forward to our future episodes as we are going to go more into detail about events and we are going to talk to some of the admins from Fairytale Weddings and interview them and talk about their businesses too so that way you can know how to hire your photographers or knowing the difference of what photographers do or videographers of course or whichever. Um, they're all great and what, know why it's important to be able to do it. Um, today we do have a wedding and I'm looking very forward to it. It's with Notting Hill Place. It is a new venue that has just opened up this year and I am so excited. Um, but definitely go to Instagram and Facebook to see the highlights and see more of what we do and see what, what Mama Heather and I do together and being able to get this event off and running. So thank you guys. Uh, we'll talk to you guys in two freaking weeks as I am going to Myrtle Beach. How exciting. Love you guys. Take care. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast. For more behind the scenes, visit us on our social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook with the handle OneFatDub. Love you, Michelle. Ha, ha, ha.